All right, everybody, this is our, one of our special Gen Con episodes. You are not going to get a, an individualized introduction for each of our Gen Con episodes, so this is the one that you'll hear over and over again. I am at Gen Con right now, uh, or was just at Gen Con, covering all kinds of things from Wizards of the Coast. I'm also going to be attending uh, the Kobold Press seminars, uh, going to some press events and more, possibly some interviews and that kind of stuff, so expect some more of that coming out, including this episode. And don't forget, these are relatively unedited. All I'm doing is slipping in the intro to the episode and the ad from our wonderful sponsor, Noble Night Games. Otherwise, it is pure, unadulterated Gen Con material. And speaking of unadulterated, that means we're not responsible for the content. Some of it may be risky. We're looking at you, Matt James. Uh, (laughs) We'll try to outline that in the show notes, so pay attention. And remember that large, sometimes loud convention rooms or exhibit halls or giant floors where there's a recording going on and a thousand people standing around, that will impact some of the audio quality. It may not be the best audio quality, but I guarantee you that the content will be the best content from Gen Con. And as we move into the the content that you're looking for... The, the thing that you're tuning in for here, we should mention, again, our sponsor is Noble Knight Games at noblenight.com. Check them out. They're a great game store specializing in out-of-print materials, but also carrying the newest in, in game books and, and other materials. Uh, so check them out and make sure to tell them that the Tome Show sent you. And with that, enjoy the coverage from Gen Con. Noble Knight is a long-standing game store specializing in finding out-of-print games while also offering the newest great releases. Including D&D? They got it from any edition. That's right, all of them. What if I want a board game? Card game, minis, or dice? Noble Knight has it all, and at a discounted price. In fact, Noble Knight has over 30,000 unique items on stock. And you know you can trust this Better Business Bureau accredited store with a satisfaction guarantee. Yeah, but I've bought too many things over the years. How can I justify spending even more? Good thing we're talking about Noble Knight, then. They'll buy your old gaming things and offer you cash or trade, so you'll be able to keep up with all the great gaming stuff you want. Check them out at noblenight.com. Wow, I'll go today. And be sure to tell them the Tome Show sent you. Communications manager at Wizards of the Coast. I've been in contact with many of you, and uh, you know, really, really glad that all of you have been able to make it here tonight. Uh, several of you, I'm sure, were here last year when we gave the Gen Con keynote speech, and we had a lot of really exciting things to talk about. And uh, this year, we wanted to make it a little bit more intimate. We wanted to invite certain members of our press that you know we've been in contact with over several years. All of you have shown us support and love and excitement about D&D and all of the expressions that we have for the brand. So um, I. Just I just wanted to thank you all for coming, and uh, you know tonight's going to be a really fun night. But to get us started, we're going to have a senior manager of D and D R and D, Mike Morales, come up and talk to you about some fun and exciting updates that we have for the D and D brand. So, everyone, please welcome Mike. Hey everyone, as Marcy said, thanks for coming out. Sorry, I'm a little bit of a technical uh, problem more. Can we come up and unlock your laptop? <laughs> 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 Laura Tomovic. Laura Tomovic. You can get everything planned and the entire the laptop goes to sleep and locks itself. It's the one thing we want. No, it's fine. There we go. Sorry about that. So uh, I've got some slides here to kind of illustrate what we're doing. But first of all, uh, as Marcy said, 
Thanks for coming out. Uh, we appreciate you guys taking your time out of your Gen Con schedule to come and let me talk to you for a bit. Um, if you don't know who I am, uh, I'm Mike Merles. I'm the senior manager uh, for the R&D team at Wizards of the Coast, and they've actually done a little character sheet of me up. The, uh, actually, the uh, important thing to note on this character sheet is that the weight is incorrect. I've actually lost three pounds. <laughs> I didn't realize when I took this job eight years ago that it'd be reporting my weight as part of a press conference. So that definitely was motivation to get working. So uh, I want to start with uh, an overview of the DD Next playtest and where we are with it and where we're going and what the DD Next project is. Uh, if you're not familiar, DD Next is what we're working on. It's the next generation of the tabletop role-playing games. And the open playtest that we launched last year has been going very well for us. We've had an overwhelming response to it. We have had over 150,000 people sign up and download the rules. And we know typically most groups, only, only one person will do that, and usually it's the DM. So we've been bowled over by the response. It's been overwhelming the number of people who have st uh, stepped up to help us test the rules. And uh, I have some announcements regarding DD Next. Uh, so, the most important thing is at this stage so far, really what we've been testing for, and really what the public playtest has helped us get, is a sense of what DD is to our audience. Uh, I think sometimes it's easy when you have uh, a game as old as DD to kind of start taking your audience for granted and maybe lose track of where people are with your game. And so, really, what the playtest has done is it's really helped create a narrative to let us get back in touch with what people are doing with DD and what they want out of it. And in a lot of ways, uh, we have that direction set. That we've gone through enough iterations, we've been playtesting, you've seen, we've redone character classes, we've started from scratch in a few cases. And as we've gotten feedback through our surveys, we've seen increasing amount of satisfaction with the rules and increased happiness with, with the direction the game is going. So uh, I'm here to announce that we are getting ready for our final public playtest packet. That will be releasing in mid-September. Um, and that does not mean that the uh, work on the game is done by any means, but really at this stage we feel that we've gotten the public feedback that we need to get the overall direction of the game down, especially the basic elements of the game, uh, the real heart of what makes D&D &D &D. Um, There's still a lot of work for us to do. Um, obviously there's that next play test packet, there's the one we just released, but really uh, aside from the big picture questions we have and, and the latest play test packet, the next one, our work from here on out is really focusing on really high, highly focused QA, quality assurance, almost like a software release. Getting the math right, getting the wording right, the kind of detailed <laughs> testing that really with the public test doesn't give us the focus results we're looking for. But it's been a wild success for us. We've been very excited about it. Uh, it's been great to see the outpouring of support and the engagement from the DB community. And so, yeah, so we're looking at mid-September. That will be our final public playtest packet. And then, of course, we have ongoing work with the game for that. So speaking of the tabletop game, uh, we have at this weekend at Gen Con and at game stores across the world, uh, we have our launch weekend for the Murder and Baldur's Gate Adventure. And this is the tabletop role-playing game expression of our of the Sundering. The Sundering, uh, we talked last year at the same venue about how the Forgotten Realms was changing, of how the Sundering was coming in many ways to rewrite many elements of the Forgotten Realms. Murder in Baldur's Gate is your chance as a tabletop role player to get into adventure, explore Baldur's Gate, uh, and take part in some of the key events that make up the Sundering and help determine the fate of Forgotten Realms. Uh, so this is launching on Saturday. That's our launch weekend. It leads into an organized play, uh, our organized play program, <coughs> DNA Encounters program. And whether it's in, in Encounters, whether it's your home table, you have the chance to help us shape the realms. 
the adventure uh, does not include any stats. Instead, what we're doing is including game material for uh, 3.5 fourth edition in D&D Next as a, a download available on our website. So regardless of what edition of D&D you're playing, you'll have the opportunity to take part in that story. Um, meanwhile, in the world of our novels, uh, R.A. Salvatore's The Companions just released. It's the first of six novels that cover the events of the Sundering as seen through the eyes of some of our most beloved characters in the world of Forgotten Realms. Um, and it, so we have six novels coming out. There's The Companions that just released from R.A. Salvatore. Uh, we have The Godborn from Paul Kemp. The Adversary from Aaron M. Evans. The Reaver from Richard Lee Byers. Uh, Troy Deming's The Sentinel. And then bringing our grand story to a conclusion next June is Ed Winwood's The Herald. In conjunction with each novel release, our partners at Gale Force 9 are going to be uh, releasing a set of two figures for each novel to uh, display some of the most iconic uh, characters from the Sundering novels as uh, unpainted miniatures. Um, if you've seen some of their work, they've done some great jobs with some of our iconic monsters and classic villains from uh, the DD days of um, but what really, to me, is exciting about the Sundering is not only do we have some of our more traditional you know, tabletop role-playing and novel lines, but we've teamed up with our partners at D&D, uh, DNA, for our first, the first um, free-to-play mobile game with, with uh, Dungeons & Dragons. It's called Arena of War, and it is a uh, battle game. It's actually it's kind of interesting. It's got this dexterity element to it of you, as you recruit your heroes and kit them out with different abilities and send them into battle against monsters. There's a bit of a dexterity element attached to it as you uh, basically almost fling your heroes into, into battle against different monsters. What we're doing that's really interesting here is just as in the tabletop role-playing game, you can help influence the outcome of the Sundering. Through the events of the arch enemies that appear in the game, uh, powerful boss monsters like Beholders, important villains in the realms, you get a chance to battle. Uh, DNA is gonna provide us with a lot of data regarding who's fighting whom and what the results of those battles are. We're going to help use them. we're going to use those to help determine the final outcome of the Sundering and the final shape the realms takes once the Sundering passes and we enter the next era of Forgotten Realms. So it's very exciting for us on the scale of storytelling, whether it's a tabletop game, novels, and digital games, to really bring a great, compelling story that really brings together the realms and sets sets itself sets it up for the next storyline and the ongoing stories that we're going to tell in the future in the Forgotten Realms. So that is what we're doing in the future with uh, the Realms and the Sundering. Uh, we also have a number of digital games uh, that have been released in the past year, so I want to give you an update on some of those. Uh, we had our Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition from our partners at Beamdog. Uh, this, uh, it's basically because of Baldur's Gate that we have a Baldur's Gate theme uh, event here tonight. Uh, it's one of the most iconic cities in Dungeons and Dragons, one of the most uh, important stories ever told with D&D. You know, an incredible reach, an incredible experience, and it's, it's really great to bring that back, uh, whether you played it back in the late 90s or whether you're new, a D&D fan coming into it, and bring it to uh, PC through Steam and through iOS. So taking a classic game and updating it through contemporary platforms. Uh, we also, this is actually a personal favorite of mine, the Chronicles, Chronicles of Mistara from Capcom. These are two games. It was, uh, let's see, Tower of Doom and Shadows of Over Mistara. This is a classic late 90s arcade beat-em-up 2D fighter uh, style game, kind of like Golden Axe sort of style gameplay. Uh, this has been released on Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network by our uh, partners at Capcom. And so I'm personally pretty excited about that because there's an arcade near where I went to college and had like one of these games for two weeks, so I barely got to play it. So now I can actually play whatever I want, which is pretty exciting for me. Uh, meanwhile, in the world of MMOs, 
uh, Dungeons & Dragons Online keeps steaming along. So on August 19th, the Shadowfell Conspiracy, their newest expansion releases, um, and this continues to build upon uh, DDO started in the world of Eberron, and then opened up a portal to the Forgotten Realms to let players take their high-level characters there to adventure. Uh, and this continues to build upon the Forgotten Realms uh, content that uh, Turbine has developed. And we're really excited about this, of getting, letting players really step into the realms in a way they haven't been uh, able before. Um, and speaking of expansions to MMOs, our partners at Cryptic, uh, Fury of the Feywild is the first expansion to the Neverwinter MMO. Uh, that's releasing August 22nd. And um, we're actually very excited about Neverwinter. They, they announced a, uh, a milestone they reached uh, not long ago. Uh, two, two million players uh, on the game. It's, it's very exciting for us. I think it's a testament to the, uh, the uh, work that Cryptic has put in, the partnership we have with them. And uh, it's kind of overwhelming. I think it really speaks to how many people out there are d and fans. It's really good to see that hard work pay off and really reach out to people uh, and get them playing. And uh, in celebration of that milestone, uh, Cryptic put together a video that I'm going to show you right now. That's the, uh, that's one of our, those are our current and recent uh, digital game licenses. And we actually have a uh, license that we announced back at Paxis so that I talked a little bit about. We announced that we're working with Playdeck uh, to bring a D&D game to the iOS. Well, if you don't know Playdeck, they've done a number of very high quality adaptations of tabletop games to iOS. And so we figured this is what they do very well. And we happen to have a uh, fairly popular uh, board game that we released. And it's my pleasure to announce that we've teamed up with Playdeck to bring Lords of Waterdeep to the iOS. Uh, this is slated for a 2013 release. It'll be coming out later this year. Um, it has a lot of the same functionality. If you've played uh, Playdeck's games, uh, you can match up against friends head-to-head -head online. There'll be an AI version. And we're actually the uh, Scoundrels of Spellport expansion that's releasing this month. We're planning on having that available as an expansion to the base game um, in early 2014. So we're very excited to be teaming up with Playdeck to bring Lords of Waterdeep to a new audience. Meanwhile, speaking of new audiences, uh, this is actually one that's kind of near and dear to me. I was very excited when I first got a hint that we would have a chance to do this, uh, and I was very happy to see it come to fruition. Uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, we announced uh, that Creo was teaming up with us to do Creo Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, and this is kind of like Lord's Waterdeep getting in our other games, bringing them to iOS, getting in the MMO space, really making the game a contemporary 
property. You know, it's always been part of our pop culture. You know, and in a lot of ways, you know, I meet more people who know about D and D and wanted to play uh, you know, the tabletop game or been exposed to other types of uh, games, it's video games, the action figures, the cartoon back in the '80s. And it's really great to be able to take D and D and take our classic characters and monsters and bring them out in a product that parents can enjoy with their kids that can really appeal to the next generation of fantasy fans. So we have six Creons uh, that I'm going to preview here tonight to show off. If you played Neverwinter, either the tabletop version um, or the MMO, you might recognize some of these characters. Uh, we have Lord Neverrepper, the nominal leader of Neverwinter. Uh, you can see he's got his, all his accessories, his uh, crown, his sword. Uh, it's kind of leader of our hero faction in some ways, depending on how you interact with him, you might get on his bad side. The, um, we're doing Creons, a number of classic, you know, archetypal D&D characters. Here's our cleric. He's got his morning star and shield ready for battle. Uh, so we're really excited about the uh, level of detail the Creo team brings to the Creons uh, and you know, the accessories and the attention to detail they have. And speaking of heroes, we have Wolfgar. He's one of the uh, Drist's companions. Uh, he might not be the only member of Drist's coterie you see in Creon form. Um, but again, getting, getting the, real the soul, the character's personality down, down is, it's very exciting for us to see the Creo team work on these guys. And we've got heroes, so of course we need villains. So uh, many arrows works. Uh, have a bone to pick with Neverwinter. If we've played the uh, Neverwinter MMO, we've probably run into them. Um, we have, for our villains, the Orc Wardrobe. This is actually an interesting figure. The, uh, back when we had our D&D miniatures lines, the Orc Wardrobe was one of the most popular figures in the Orc faction. So it's pretty cool that they were able to bring to the table this real like, high level of expertise in building up the accessories, the different figures, and really get a nice diverse cast of monsters and, uh, and characters into the sets. The, uh, so we have a war drummer, and also our Orc Beastmaster. Comes complete with his pet wolf. And uh, so it's kind of cool, you know, seeing all these little pieces and how they can come together to make a character with a really distinct look and feel. Um, and if you played the MMO, or again, played the uh, TRPG version of Neverwinter, you may have crossed swords with Vancy. She's one of the Orcs' leaders, uh, boss monster of sorts. And so she's one of the leaders of the evil faction of the Orcs who are besieging Neverwinter. Um, meanwhile, turning a little bit back to the Sundering, we have the first initial concept art for our Istabal Creon. Uh, Istabal is used to be an adventurer, and now he, knowing what he knows of the Sundering, is putting out a call to arms for adventurers across the Faerun to rally, rally together and ensure that good and not evil comes out on top at the end of the Sundering. And if you, we have a video we produced that represents Istabal's call to arms, and I wanted to share it with you right now. Companions have scattered to the ends of the world. 
darkness. But I am not alone. Time is running out. You must go to Baldur's Gate and rise up for the realms. Your actions will help to decide the fate of our world. You will make your story legend. There you go. So that's basically an overview of where we are and where we're going with D&D, with the sundering over the course of the next year, giving players a chance to have a say in how the realms evolves and where it ends up for the future. Uh, so uh, that brings us to uh, the end of our overview and our press conference here. Uh, so we will have a bar available for drinks in the back if you want to grab a refreshment. And we are also, tonight, our partners at Lone Shark Games are putting on, as part of our night uh, with D&D, a, uh, a murder mystery taking place in, of all places, Baldur's Gate. So feel free to stick around, have a refreshment, and stay for the party later on tonight. Thank you very much.